Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Loud and local with Kevin Deers rolls on 99.9 KISW. It's Loud and Local, the Stay Home Sessions podcast here with, uh, I'm, I'm talking with Steve Bostic, a.k.a. Nuck, from a band called The Scoffs. We originally, uh, ha- I had them uh, scheduled to come up to Loud and Local in studio, but, you know, things are a little bit different these days with the whole stay-at-home orders. But, uh, yeah, I guess we're just both working from home. First off, uh, Steve, how are you doing, man? I'm surviving. I got a glass of wine. I'm, I'm ready for... Uh... Ooh, classy. Ready. Oh, it came out of a box. It's not oh, that close. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> cool, cool. But I'm ready for 6 o'clock. There you go, man. Uh, so, yeah, I guess first off, um, you know, how how are you doing, like, mentally and, and like, how are you staying sane during this uh, lockdown, stay-at-home pandemic craziness? Well, playing music kind of keeps me uh, entertained, whiling away the hours, but... I have good days and bad days, and I think everybody probably does in this situation. It's, yeah. you, know, you, you have four days on and one day off where you mm-hmm. think, God, I'm so sick of this. But mm-hmm. I live alone, and I have for a decade or so, so I'm pretty good at sheltering in place. Sure. Um, I like to retreat from people and get here and have my privacy. So I don't know, part of me was is kind of stoked to get the time, but um, it gets old after a while, certainly. Yeah, have you have you guys had any band like meetings via Zoom or like tried to set up anything like uh, like that? No, uh, not everybody is um, technically adept in the band, Fair so um, that can be sort of a challenge. Um, but and and we wanted to stay really safe, so we haven't had any practice or anything mm-hmm. like that. We've stayed in touch. It hasn't been um, you know like we've cut off communication, but. We communicate over phone calls and texts and stuff and drop drop off care packages to each other. Nice. AKA box of wine, right? <laughs> yeah, box of wine. <laughs> Get well soon card after a, after a hangover. Uh, so you guys just released uh, Talk is Cheap, Here's the Scots, right? It was, uh, was it April? No, it was actually Monday. 
My, oh, <laughs> it was this Monday. My bad. Yeah. So uh, we're talking on the 6th. This is uh, May 6th. So you guys released Talk is Cheap. Here's a scoff on Monday. What's it like to release an album during a pandemic? It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, we didn't really have it. honest. Yeah. You know, we, we've been working on this since last July. And yeah. I know it's only five songs, but, you know, we, we had an engineer that was really busy with a bunch of projects. Mm-hmm. And he was nice enough to fit us in between them. Um, that's Evan Foster from Boss Martians for people. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, we worked on it off and on and, and we've been just sitting on it. And meanwhile, the name of the band has been out there from the live shows we've done and stuff, but people haven't been able to really hear the band. Uh-huh. And that's been supremely frustrating. So we finally decided, screw it. Just, just put the damn thing out. Yeah. We don't have vinyl yet. We'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, We'll put it online so people can hear it. And it's done really well in the last couple of days. We've made quite a few sales. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that. People seem to like it. And uh, we've gotten some good support. So, yeah, we're doing the best with what we've got. Nice, dude. Well, uh, I'm curious about um, – so the record is out now, and you can definitely pick it up. Uh, you can uh, you can buy a CD copy of it. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. um, once a box of CDs arrives to my door – I'll have them for shipping off of uh, a band camp. Yeah. In the meantime, you can go to our website, scoffs.com, and buy them directly from the manufacturer. I've got a link on there underneath the band camp um, songs. So underneath the songs you play on our website, there's a link to those. Right on, man. And, and that's a... Uh... That's uh, a, a direct way to support the band, and, and it's a very cool that Bandcamp has actually been doing this thing every month where they waive the fees, uh, and, and so all the money can go directly to the band. This past week, they uh, they just reported that $7.4 million went directly to bands, which is pretty awesome. That's um, amazing. Yeah, so uh, they're going to be doing that next month, so uh, definitely uh, shout-out to Bandcamp for being a really good resource uh, during this crazy time. But uh, So you have uh, quite the pedigree as far as like the local punk rock scene. Uh, drag strip riot, drag strip riot, the Graceland Five, Orange Forty Two, a, a few bands listed listed here. And I'm just reading off your website. Um, yeah. How did you guys? Uh, how did you guys all meet up together? And, and uh, I guess if you if you don't mind, give me kind of the origin story of the Scoffs. So I did a brief uh, like one year reunion with Drag Strip Riot. Yeah. Um, we've been broken up for five years or six years, and mm-hmm. I guess five years. And um, we decided to do a reunion with all the original members. And we did one show before our bases left us high and dry with a bunch of shows booked at the, cro- at the Crocodile, the Sunset, and Dante's in Portland and all this stuff. And I was going in for surgery on my uh, sinuses, and so I couldn't sing or talk, so I couldn't train anybody. So my buddy Nate, who was the photographer for Drag Strip Riot, stepped in to that role and played bass for the rest of the year with Drag Strip Riot. So when that was done... Um, he said he still wanted to keep playing. And I said, well, I just want to play just straight up punk rock. Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> I started there. I went and I did my thing with Roots Rock and Americana and all that stuff. I just really wanted to play some aggressive music. It had been a while since I could just go balls out on some power chords and not have to think about um, chicken picking or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... Gabor, or Gabby, as I like to call him, um, from Sledgeback, he had approached me. He hadn't done anything in a few years, I think about five years, 
And he approached me at one of the shows and he said, Hey, if you ever need a guitarist for anything, hit me up. And I loved his band. We used to play with Sledgeback back in the day. And uh, I thought he was a fantastic front man. Yeah. I loved his voice. Uh, I loved their songs. And I just, they, they were one of my more favorite local bands. And so I thought, well, yeah, the chance to work with this guy is great. So when we decided to do this, it's the first call I made. And uh, he said, yeah, no, I'm in. Let's do it. I said, man, I, I want to do like, you know, old school kind of some oi stuff or like, you yeah. know, just late 70s British style punk stuff. And then my old drummer in the Graceland Five was Rob. And the guy is a machine. Like he's just, his timing is fantastic. He can play really fast. He can switch up into different time signatures. Just he can yeah, corner on a dime, and we used to throw all kinds of stuff at him in the Graceland Five. So I knew he'd be fantastic, and I hit him up, and he was also combing want ads for a drummer, and so it just fell together at the right time. We got together, and we had three, four songs, uh, at least the uh, skeletons of them, in one practice. That's awesome, man. Sounds like it came together pretty organically from from people that you've known uh, throughout the punk scene for a while now. Yeah. Yeah, and and the um, just the camaraderie is there because we've all known each other and worked with each other and respect each other's that's cool music that we make, and so yeah, it's just it's been I've had more fun in this project than I've ever had in anything I've done before, and uh, yeah, I'm just really stoked to work with these guys. Hey man, that's an important thing. Uh, the most is is having fun with it because it's not like we're all being becoming millionaires here, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I think cool. I became a thirty year this uh, this past week. <laughs> Woo! Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so, um, yeah, let's, uh, let's actually go into a song. This is from the, the new record, which is called, uh, Talk is Chief. Here's this, Talk is Cheap. Here's the Scoffs, the debut record. Uh, we're gonna play the, uh, lead single, Talk is Cheap. Uh, and, uh, and then we'll come back with more from Steve Bostic, aka, what was your nickname again? I'm sorry. Knock. Knock. Rhymes with yuck. Oh my god. Alright, dude. Yeah. We'll be back with more from the Scoffs. Here is Talk is Cheap. It's a lot of vocals.
single from the new scoffs record talk is cheap here's the scoffs talking to nuck aka steve bostick from the band the scoffs and uh uh so you guys uh kind of to me it's it sounds like a mix between some like power pop and some like straight up punk rock it's melodic it's catchy but it's also got that edge to it to me i'm and i'm not trying to it, it put you guys in some sort of like a box or anything but it reminds me a little bit of the buzzcocks is that an influence yeah. on you oh yeah yeah, um, I, I found that tape when I was uh, preteen. I think I was 12. My brother had it, and my brother certainly wasn't like a big music guy, but yeah. his, his friends would come over and leave stuff. That's how I discovered Judas Priest. It was a tape with all the lettering was rubbed off, and I just found a tape and listened to it, and I got into that. Um, but yeah, Buzzcocks was one of the early ones. Descendants was a pretty yeah. early find. A, a buddy came over with... Milo goes to college when it came out. That's how old I am. And uh, he played it on my brother's record player. And so that blew my mind. I'd heard suicidal tendencies at school when I was skating. I went to this alternative school for bad kids where Uh-oh. I met Jason Frost, who became the drummer and who I formed Dragstrip Riot with. Nice. Um, and so there was a lot of suicidal tendencies. And we watched the... Powell Peralta videos a lot, so all the bands on those soundtracks mm-hmm. and the and the thrashing tapes back then were were really big too. So skate rock was a big Agent Orange and stuff like that. So these are the bands that you found out through your brother and through friends. Now I'm curious <laughs> about your own music. Like where was step one for you personally? Now this is this is something. I, even if it's embarrassing, I'm I'm curious. What was the first tape CD or whatever that you purchased with your own money? Huey Lewis and the News Sports. Yeah. American <laughs> Psycho style. Yeah, right. I mean, I was I was a little kid, yeah. and, uh, and I think it was before paper out money, so I must have saved some 
um, allowance money or something. But I remember going into Golden Oldies on the east side and picking that up. Nice. And I think Van Halen's Diver Down was pretty early. Yep. Um, and I remember my other first albums. Highway to Hell, I remember, was an early one. And I had the secret that home. I, I grew up in a pretty religious household. Mm-hmm. And so after church, we would stop off. They had this little cafe in Fred Meyer at the time. And I'd go while away the hours in the uh, record store while my parents were shopping. And so I'd use allowance money or at that time, probably paper route money and buy albums that they didn't want me to have. And so I, I just finished buying Highway to Hell right as my mom walked into the store and I Uh-oh. thought I was done for. Yeah. Um, so punk rock records that I got into early, like the Ramones was really early. Um, cause I was getting into butt rock at the same time I was getting mm-hmm. into old punk rock stuff. Okay. So, you know, Motley Cruz. Home Sweet Home was big on the radio at the same time I was hearing suicidal tendencies and stuff like that. It was, you know, I was in the school for bad kids, and you had the Heshers over here, and you had the skate punks over here, and they were all mixing. And so I was hearing all this stuff at the same time. And I liked, I, I'm a hyperactive person, and so mm-hmm. I liked faster music. And the faster and faster the music was, I discovered the more I got into it. And so Ramones were big, um, Sex Pistols. Once I discovered, that, that really changed everything. Just the snotty delivery, his lyrics. I really fell in love with his lyrics. Yeah. And the fact that he was like 18 years old writing that stuff just blew my mind. Um, and then from there, I discovered, you know, some oi comps. So I got into Blitz and I got into the blood and the business and, you know, all this stuff on those comps. Mm-hmm. And that gave me this whole other side of stuff. Meanwhile, I started uh getting the idea together of forming a punk band this is the early 90s now and uh was introduced to like christ on a crutch and loved that album that was really huge for me when i heard that nice and um yeah so those are my early ones that kind of informed it. new bomb turks when they came out that blew my that blew my lid well, what was the first punk, uh, actual live punk experience like punk rock show that you you experienced um, it's a good question. Maybe the Vandals at the Redmond Firehouse. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, there was uh, Cat Food and no, wait, was it Cat? What was the name of that band? Sick and Wrong, and um, a few of those bands like Lake Union Pub. I started getting in there with a fake ID. I was playing in a band called orange 42 and we were playing with bands like defiance and whorehouse of representatives so i saw a lot of the local northwest stuff really early yeah nice dude well dude uh that sounds like some pretty like really cool formative experiences seeing the vandals at the redmond fire redmond firehouse that's (laughs) amazing (laughs) yeah Um, that's pretty cool so uh what's kept you interested man because like you know for some people they get their they have like a punk quote unquote phase but for people I would say are kind of like lifers like this is this is who you are and this is you've you've always been interested in punk rock from from day 1 it sounds like for uh, of when you you know were exposed to the music what's kept you interested and involved in and uh writing this music I'm just an obsessed music fan I from as early as I can remember I would sit there in a little nook in my room, mm-hmm. and I had a boom box, and it always loaded with a tape in it, and I'd sit there and record songs off the radio all day. 
I wanted to be a DJ. I would cut in and talk between the songs. And uh, I I was just obsessed with melodies and harmonies. I got into Sam and Dave because my mom's tapes as a little kid. So discovering harmonies and stuff. And I could hear that even in punk music and, and where it's discordant by nature in mm-hmm. some of the songs. I like to look for the the things that they're doing and the purpose behind what they did. And so, and it's like that in every song I hear and I can't help it. My mind just starts analyzing everything I hear and I love it. And I, I sit around and I think about music all day and it's still that way. Um, and so I had 12 years where I played in Dragster Bride. I decided I want to do more rootsy stuff and yeah. do more on the guitar and all this stuff. So I did that. And it, you know, after 12 years, that was fun, but my sensibilities, I mean, if you ever saw that band live or anybody that did, mm-hmm. we played really fast and yeah. it wasn't just, it wasn't like a rockabilly band. In fact, rockabilly fans hated us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we just used some of that Americana and stuff and put it on top of fast punk beats or rock and roll stuff. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, it's just always stayed with me. I still play guitar all the time. I I still actively seek out new music, and I'm constantly discovering stuff. Um, I don't know, I'm just a huge fan, and so I just, it, it never, I never grew up. I just stayed with music, and it's kind of been my comfort all these years. That's rad, man. It's cool to hear. Uh, I can obviously tell you're very passionate about it. Now, uh, digging into that, I guess, um, why don't you uh, give me like four albums that have uh, made a, a huge impact on your life? Hmm. Okay. Shock Troops by the Cox Bar- by Cox Barn. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Christ on a Crutch. Crime pays when pigs die. Um. Generation X. Valley of the Dolls. Nice. Um. What else? City Baby, Attack by Rats, uh, GBH stuff, um, and the Sex Pistols. I mean, that, was, that kind of kicked the doors down. Um, Road to Run by, uh, by the Ramones. Home with Big Army too. Some some killer records, and, and if you haven't listened to those, I haven't listened to a few of them. I haven't listened to Christ on a Crutch before, though I've certainly heard their name. So I mm-hmm. I, I appreciate you uh, giving us some, some starting points there. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, obviously, okay, so this is a weird question. And, and, and uh, well, I mean, it's not weird. It's pretty basic, but it's a weird timing to be asking it. So, essentially, uh, there's no timeline as to when things will get back to quote-unquote normal right it'll be a a new normal is what people are saying so uh that being said what what are some goals for the scoffs and uh you know what would you like to accomplish at least in you know the relatively near future um i think when they reduce some of the some of the restrictions where we can gather in small groups i guess uh, you know if we can't play live then we'll become a studio band and just keep putting out music i've certainly got more songs um, that we can record yeah. and we were working on stuff right up until this, uh, shelter in place thing. So, you know, I've wrote a song about the quarantine thing itself and nothing heavy because nobody wants to hear heavy music about right. that. We're all sick of it. So 
you know, just goofy songs that sound like the Ramones, like, I want to quarantine with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's awesome. So I guess, you know, that's all we can really do is just focus on output um, until we can get back on stage. I'm hopeful that a couple of the dates that we have booked, we're supposed to play with Agent Orange coming up yeah. um, in August. We're supposed to play Belltown Yacht Club June 26th mm. with uh, die nasty and the stuntmen, and I love Lauren. I've known her a long time, and die nasty. I think is a great band, so I was really stoked to get us paired with them, and it was going to be my birthday release. So I hope it happens. Let's, um, let's yeah. hope so. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Well, uh, I mean, we're going to go into another song here, and, and this is uh, Little Blue Tyrants uh, from the new Scoffs record. Talk is cheap, and you can certainly pick this up and uh, order the album. You can go to thescoffs.com. Uh, you can stream the album, uh, but but definitely pick it up and support the band. Um, is there anything you want to say about this song or anything you want to say before we jump right into it? And uh, I'll let you do your thing and cook your dinner or drink your box of wine. <laughs> It's uh, the song is kind of disconcerting to people because it sounds so peppy. It's so um, hooky. Yeah. And it deals with police brutality. I just, I don't know. I wanted to create an earworm that has something topical, uh, yeah. something to say. So there's some references, some loose references to Eric Garner and Philando Castillo in the song. And uh, I just, I love the way it turned out. I, it's different, I think, than a lot of stuff you're going to hear locally. It's got, I mean, one thing we thought about when we wrote some of these songs and the harmonies, we thought about it, how in the 70s people were pulling ideas from the 60s for harmonies and back. And you think of the boys and the kind of harmonies they were doing, sort of Beach Boys style stuff. So we were doing oohs and ahs and no woes, right? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> anyway, so this song turned out cool. It's got a bit of a Ramones flavor to it. Uh, it's a little snarlier. Um, but yeah, hopefully people dig it. Right on, man. Well, we'll jump right into it and pick up the record. Uh, here's Little Blue Tyrants from Talk is Cheap. Here's the scoffs. Thanks, man. Cheers. Thanks.
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.